Welcome to the Progress in Bloom podcast. I'm your host, Pharrell, and thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Progress in Bloom. This podcast focuses on creating a healthy space to grow, being the best version of you and not being afraid to face your fears or challenges. My ultimate goal is really to create a platform where women can learn how to build a healthy relationship with themselves, build self-worth and create a positive self-image. As a bit of background, my profession is in the legal industry and after qualifying, um, after what is four years now, I really wanted to dedicate time to focus on myself and I felt if I'm going to work on myself then I can probably also provide a platform to help other women as well. So with the podcast I really aim to cover all sorts of topics from relationships to self-love, travel and careers, finances and hopefully a lot more. The aim is really to share my experiences um with you uh also learn about the experiences of others and also to build a wealth of knowledge um to support each other and help one another grow just um as a disclaimer it would be amazing if i could get feedback from yourselves um i've never delved into the world of podcasts before usually hate the sound of my own voice um and so i don't want to be rambling on or making points that aren't really hitting home with either of you this is obviously an experience um and a platform for us to all learn from each other so any feedback um from you all to make your listening experience a great one would be really appreciated um of course the podcast isn't a substitute for help from a qualified therapist um and if you feel that your any issues you have or you know experiences you're going through you know are quite challenging then it would be definitely great for you to seek some outside resources um but we will generally share you know our experiences and how we we can help support one another in our journey so welcome to the podcast and thanks for tuning in um Today, I really wanted to focus on talking about building your inner strength and healing the relationship you have with yourself. Over the past 18 months or so, I've really dedicated time to learn about myself and also unlearn unhealthy patterns or behaviours, which obviously has been so difficult. And I'm kind of in a space where the position I'm in now with the things I've learned it's like it's too late to go back but I'm also in this weird space of feeling like oh no like how do I go forward this is all completely new territory to me so you know I'm obviously really just learning and transitioning into this new being I guess um and to be honest it took me quite a while to get a place where I even felt comfortable with accepting that I could even unlearn habits. I generally grew up thinking that it's just how I am and I can't change it but actually that was just out of pure denial of accepting that I could change because then it means you have to actually do the work otherwise what are you really even doing and you know if you feel like gosh I have to do the work you know there is also that possibility where you feel that you're shifting the blame 
on yourself and thinking, wow, well, you know, I've really fucked up and, you know, gosh, what kind of person am I if I have all of these sorts of flaws? And it can be really quite daunting to look at yourself and think, actually, I do need help with stuff. And I guess as well, it's also thinking, oh, you know, we as a society take the view that if somebody needs help, it's more professional help. You know, it's way beyond, you know, getting help from, you know, a general friend or we think of getting help as something being uh, a lot more serious needing assistance from, you know, health institutions and so forth. And that's not to say that or disqualify the fact that maybe we do need that sort of help. But at the same time, it's, I guess, the stigma around understanding that you may need help with, you know, coming to terms with who you are and what your journey looks like and what your purpose really is. Um, And I think what I kind of came to the realisation is you don't have to be stuck or unhappy forever, but you do have to commit to yourself when you realise you can do something about your situation and not letting pity and worries me (laughs) block you from being better. And I think it's also not allowing the fear of change to block you from what could potentially be, you know, an amazing path for you. Um, Over time, we develop habits which grow into becoming part of our personality, which we never really check. Um, People just really adjust to who you are or you find circles of friends or groups that are just like you. And so things basically keep ticking along as usual. And you don't really kind of get to the bottom of why am I like this or is there actually something wrong with me because you think well I'm around people that are just like me or actually I don't want to be around these people because they're not like me and then you don't really see yourself adapting or making change and then it kind of becomes okay to you know keep scrolling through the gram multiple times a day because you don't want to admit you're a a procrastinator or sending pictures of people from my IG and cussing them off in the group chat you know you think I'm not really the insecure one you and your friends do it all the time so why do I need to question it and it's also you know all of these small meaningless habits that just continue to tick on daily and nothing really changes but you know you in the back back of your head you know that or that sort of small feeling in your stomach you know that something needs to change and that something isn't right, but we just kind of keep ticking along. But it's so important for you to take inventory. You know, if you really want to heal and be a better version of yourself, that means calling out your own behaviour. Um, and I guess there's a couple of questions that, you know, you really have to ask yourself. And I guess question number one starts with, do you talk about yourself the way you talk about others? Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to translate as if you don't say bad things about others, then don't say bad things about yourself. It's also if you can praise others, why don't you praise yourself? You know, um, are you congratulating others, but not congratulating yourself? Like, are you realizing and come into terms with your own achievements in life or are you downplaying them like oh you know that's that's not really that important that's not really a big deal you know I think for me what I noticed is I was sort of like 
in sixth form doing the A-levels and aspiring to wanting to be a lawyer and I thought gosh that's such an amazing achievement and you know I'd really love to be a lawyer I know how hard it is like the whole process of you know qualification and getting training contracts and getting um, mini pupillages and vacation schemes and all of that sort of thing then it got to university and then it came out of university and it's like right I need to go to law school and then go to law school and you know then got a training contract and got work experience and then for me it was like once I qualified it's like right okay I'm here now and as the years sort of evolved it was not actually appreciating the hard work that I'd put in it was almost like I'd realised the hard work I'd put in at the time because it wasn't achievable. Not that I didn't find it was achievable, but I thought, oh, well, I'm not there yet. And then it was almost like getting there and then being like, oh, and not congratulating myself and thinking, OK, you have gone to university or you, know, you have done your A-levels or you have, you know, spent tens of thousands of pounds going to law school. You know, whatever it is, it's just realizing okay do you actually appreciate yourself and do you actually congratulate yourself on the things that you know you've achieved um you know do you give yourself compassion and grace as others um you know so your self-talk might not necessarily be negative but it could also mean that positive self-talk is non-existent um and if you feel uncomfortable with praising yourself then start small you don't need to list off a whole CV of your credentials because, you know, I get it when self-doubt creeps in or imposter syndrome creeps in, can have you like feeling as though you've got, <laughs> you know, ten. you've got 10 degrees, but to you, you think that they're worthless. So it's always important to start small and maybe start with a simple phrase every day that's, you know, well, I'm pleased with dot 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 you know I've prepared my lunch for the three days of the week and usually I'm getting takeaways all the time or I've sorted my clothes work clothes out for the night before I've worked out for 20 minutes whether that's at home or at a gym whether that's just a walk around the block getting out getting some fresh air um you know or maybe even that you've started a project that you've been putting off for weeks it's those sort of small steps you're taking and getting comfortable with acknowledging yourself as a human being that you are this multifaceted individual that you know is able to process so much information and is able to do so much you know I think sometimes society kind of has us thinking well you know if we haven't we're not on the gram we haven't got all you know 20 50,000 followers or you know 20,000 likes you know if we're not an influencer if we're not making money on youtube um if we haven't bought a property by the age of 30 then who are we but you know when you kind of strip all that back and you think you know what i am actually a human being like um uh, my presence is enough you know like i am here i am contributing to the world in some way whether you feel at the moment it's big or small and that does deserve recognition um so it's building yourself up and exercising that muscle and over time you'll begin to feel confident in yourself and who you are as a person 
And each time you feel yourself saying that it's not even something worth praising myself for or that other people do this all the time, you have to pause and say, you know what, I'm giving myself the space to be kind to myself and that any activity I accomplish, no matter how small, is still worthy. Um, so yeah, it's really important that we do the work and that we admit to ourselves that we can be better and you know, we can appreciate ourselves even though we don't feel great. Um, one thing that really sort of stands out to me is when people use the phrase, well, you're the common denominator. You know, you've I um I guess when I heard that phrase for the first time, it sort of really stuck with me. It was probably like on um when Oprah Winfrey is I don't remember if it's called or still called the Oprah Winfrey show, but I do know no, it was the Tyra Banks show and, you know, there were these um, shows she'd have with these individuals every week about, you know, life-changing experiences um, that always sort of gave everybody this moment of self-reflection and I guess when I heard that phrase, yeah, it really stuck with me And but to be honest, I feel I probably stuck with it for quite a while before I even made any shift towards acceptance that the journey and the choices I'd made and the place I was in all actually started with me um and I wanted to own that and take responsibility for my actions and where I was in life but it took me quite a while to have that level of self-reflection yeah self-reflection it's really hard to sort of sit there and think okay I need to look at myself and what's happened and it's also kind of looking at okay things didn't go well and being like okay they didn't go well it's because of this reason rather than it didn't go well and it's my fault I'm to blame it's that sort of shift in yes there was a reason for that as opposed to having and allowing this negative self-control and self-talk to take over um so I guess my caveat to that quote is while it's important for you to accept responsibility as a person you know with the things that you go through I do feel it does place blame and it can make a person feel guilty and possibly resentment or even hatred towards themselves um and I think I did feel that for a while and which is why it was so hard for me to come to acceptance with it and actually want to make waves to make changes um going through the stage of understanding well it could be me made me then sort of switch to blaming others to okay now it's my fault and I'm the problem but the issue was is that I didn't see how I could be the solution you know okay let's say for example you've had so many failed relationships okay then you start to blame yourself but then the issue is is that's not self-reflection you know you're not looking back and thinking okay well what actually went wrong but the problem also is sometimes you can't even identify where you're going wrong um you just sort of sit there and blame yourself and then you don't actually find the tools or the pieces to the puzzle to help you figure out 
why things are happening that way why are you choosing that same partner with those same traits or why are you going back to that same person um that has repeatedly hurt you and offended you gaslit you you know why is it that you you know keep putting yourself in a situation that doesn't make you feel good and it's understanding that so you can then find the tools and the resources to realize and understand what triggers you going back to that person or that situation or dealing with things in a certain way so that you can make those changes and move into a space of self-reflection and understanding um because I think there is actually a difference between accepting responsibility for your actions and also being kind enough to yourself to say, you know what, I have been making decisions that aren't in my best interests or that protects my well-being, well-being. but I have um, acknowledged that this position no longer serves me and I will work to do better and find solutions and compare that to, okay, the problem is me and I'm not likeable um and then not actually being able to fix the problem um and i feel with society especially in this day and age um with social media and this false economy which is fueled by likes of instagram and other social media platforms that you really need to be perfect all the time you know and it can create this avenue of um lack of self-love and low self-esteem by trying to keep up and I think as well I know everybody says oh it's this highlight reel but and then the funny thing is is that people say there's this highlight reel and then they say well yeah I do look good I've seen on Instagram recently people are still sort of posting those edited high you know versions of themselves and then doing the swipe right or swipe left and then showing you know a not so flattering image which to me almost feels a bit posed you know it's like well let me show you like what I look like on a you know day-to-day what have you but to me um yeah I just sort of feel like social media can create this avenue of lack of self-love you know if you're seeing people that are constantly in relationships you know they're not showing those sort of darker sides or you know difficult times in the relationship you are going to look at yourself and think well I'm single and all of my relationships haven't been going well and everybody else looks like they're in a relationship so what am I doing wrong um yeah and I think that can also fuel you not necessarily wanting to speak out or maybe not being able to take action because you just think well it's just me then you may not necessarily know who to go to um and I do guess making sure you have a really good friendship group and a good support network is important um but it's just being aware of how strong and influential social media really can be you know it's on Instagram it's you know hashtag what lace wig slaying you know your edges have got to be perfect they've all got to be intact they've all got to be one length um you know you've got to take the perfect pictures and smooth the shit out of your face to the point it's not even you anymore um personally I actually took a step back from social media um for this reason or from Instagram I should say um you know I do still have 
a separate account which is only for business but I use it with intention and I follow accounts that are relevant to the field that I'm in or to follow accounts that are and have purpose or that are inspirational and over time I basically realized that spending my time watching somebody else live their highlight reel was such a waste of time and not conducive to focusing on me at all and allowing myself to heal and move into a space of self-love and I do feel that in taking a step back from social media it has shown me um such a difference in how I focus on myself you know I'm able to understand and appreciate what is genuinely important to me and what isn't because before on Instagram if I saw a girl with you know slick braids or you know a really nice wig or beat face I'd be like shit well I need to have a beat face and I need to spend all my money on you know these kinds of products um so for me it was almost like taking away from understanding what I knew that I really wanted you know you there is so much influence and I know there are some people out there that will say well or they you know there is a debate about whether influencers are really influencing and what are they influencing but maybe influence isn't the right word but they do have this yeah it is influence they do have this influence um over people which do encourage others to consider the things that they buy what they wear how they dress what they look like um and I just think if social media is something that triggers you or potentially you may not even know whether it triggers you and some people may say I'm not really quite bothered about social media I'm pretty secure in myself I don't have any issues with it that's perfectly fine but for the people that potentially do um and for those of you that particularly do have a pattern of spending a lot of time on Instagram you know you're scrolling through Instagram a lot you know you're you may not even consciously be comparing yourself to others but you may still be you know going through one girl's account and then sort of picking at yourself thinking oh well I need to have my hair like this and how do I get my eyebrows like that and my nails aren't done all the time and every week and you know take a step back from social media um give yourself that time and space to understand whether social media is actually influencing you um for the good or for bad and then take it from there you know you've got to be proactive and be real with yourself um by thinking of the things which affect you and removing that stuff you know no I don't need to see um every single time you post so I'm not going to turn on my notifications you know no I'm not missing out on life if I don't endlessly scroll through the explore page um and that fear that feeling of FOMO fear of missing out um and continuously scrolling through the gram isn't really going to do you any justice if you're really trying to focus on yourself you know you can set a limit on how often you're on social media and that includes whatsapp groups as well um you know with your friends sometimes you can just take that time out and 
have a bit of time for self-reflection you know I know there are some people that feel I actually enjoy spending all my a lot of my time around people um and if you feel that you're not doing enough of that then do it you know it's working out what things are missing or lacking from your life or what um things you aren't doing that could be contributing to improving your situation and doing those things um and just to go back even further on this topic of social media uh you know I remember being on Twitter a few years ago and there was probably around uh, well there's a stage from about 2008 to 2012 where quote unquote black twitter which probably is still a thing but it's probably evolved compared to when i was on it and that makes me sound really old but um the point is is that these people were really gunning for other people on twitter in a really unhealthy persecute can't even say the word persecutory way we got there um yeah in a really unhealthy persecutory way um to the point that they were just making a joke of it joke of it and it was just like it was accepted and trivialized to mock someone for not being supportive um and not being perfect rather than just giving them the tools and support to show how to do better and rather than doing that people were just made a joke of i mean i can't think of specific reasons at the moment or specific um examples but it just shows how even when social media wasn't really that big of a thing and was just taking off how there were still platforms that were really affecting people and you know i know we see it with Instagram being at the forefront of things now and other platforms like Facebook and Twitter taking a back seat. But, you know, eight, 2008, um, you know, that was well over 10 years ago. And social media is still at the forefront of affecting people's mental health now. But my point is simply the fact that we need to give people the grace to realize that they're not perfect but you want to do better and the reason I mention this is because um I heard someone use a similar phrase in regards to um realizing that oh well it could be you and you're potentially the common denominator um which I heard on a podcast quite recently, actually. Um, and as somebody who is currently in therapy and really breaking down who I am and how my actions stem from personal experiences um, during childhood, it made me think that there are people out there telling you that you're the common denominator but not actually giving you the tools to support you in understanding why you're the common denominator. Um in one way or another, we are all carrying around some form of emotional baggage, which, you know, is a compilation of our childhood, our environment, our friendships and the relationships um, and how we process that in relation to others and ourselves. 
We don't come into this world as completely whole and fulfilled beings. We have things and experiences that are thrown at us and sometimes we aren't given access to the right tools and resources to overcome those things. We deal with it the best way we know how and what feels comfortable to us, which turns into uh, years-long habits which never actually get realised um, and we didn't understand would have such a huge impact on us in our later adult years. Um, and in just doing some research, I'll break down a few points which I found which relate to our development and how this transfers into adulthood.